damn it feels good to be back. Hey, it's Mike from the 424 Podcast. Decided this is going to be the last episode of the podcast for the foreseeable future. So I just want to give a quick shout out to everybody who has been listening, checking it out, emailing me about it. I really appreciate it. Thank you for your support on Patreon. Thank you for your support through PayPal. And I hope that you continue to support the channel and all the things I do. Uh, this is definitely not the end of what I'm doing here, but in terms of the podcast, I've decided that it makes sense for the foreseeable future to shutter it. And mainly because I want to start working on the book, which is, you know, a culmination of all these ideas from the podcast. So that'll be interesting in itself, I think, because obviously if I didn't do the podcast, I wouldn't have come up with this idea for the book. And also just in terms of where I'm spending my time lately. I think there's other places where I can spend my time in terms of the channel to get more out of it for not only myself, but for, and provide more value for everybody who watches and, and is into the things I'm doing. And so I want to say thank you so much for uh, coming along on this journey on the pod with me. I've always wanted to start a podcast, as I was saying last week. So it's been really cool. This is, if I feel really happy, even though it's the last episode, I'm really happy that I, did this because I have never done it before. I always wanted to do it just for me and it's fun. And who knows if I come up with more ideas or if the ideas just uh, flow into me like lightning, much like today's topic, maybe I'll continue to do them or do them live or I don't know, do them on the Patreon. Who knows? If you have any feedback on the podcast in general, on anything I've said today in the past, please let me know, 424recording at gmail.com. If you're coming across this in the future, uh, hopefully 424 recording still going strong. And uh, yeah, this is just another way for you to find me on the interwebs. And uh, it'll be interesting to look back on this stuff, you know, in a year's time or two years, whatever, and see what happens. And maybe the podcast will be back in full swing, maybe season two. We'll see what happens. So pod number 38, today's topic, the last pod, uh, are you experimental? Which I think is going to be a good bookend for the entire experiment of the podcast. So I wrote out some ideas and this stuff, like I was saying, it kind of had this lightning strike of inspiration for this and I wrote it all out really quickly. So bear with me and let's do this. So I started thinking about the origins of experience of the words experience, experimental, and uh, expert. And I was wondering if these were related because they all have the same suffix, expert, E-X-P-E-R. So I was doing some research and it turns out it's Latin was the origination of these words, uh, experiri, I might not be saying that right, and it means to try, it's a verb. The past participle equals expertus, so expert plus U-S on the end. So now that we have the origin of the word, uh, which means to try, how does this relate to the, the three words experience, experimental, and expert? So this is how I've arranged it. You start out being experimental, which gains or in which you gather experience or experiences and through the continued loop of being more experimental and gathering experiences, you become an expert, which, as I just said, is the past participle of one who has experimented and gained experiences. So it's kind of fascinating how those words relate to each other. You know, an expert being that that's from the past participle, 
means that in the past you've experimented, in the past you've gained experiences in order to become an expert. And I never considered that these words were related because, I mean, I've never really thought about it, but experimental to me always seems to be science-related. Experience to me always feels to be travel-related. And expert, I don't know, maybe you think of somebody... The, the, the people at the Apple Genius Bar, you know, the expert, you know, the um, Best Buy, what is that called? The Geek Squad, you know, like these kind of experts in technology. I guess I think of experts in terms of technology. So I only made just made this connection. I think it's insane. It's like totally mad. Um, so, so many people want to start out at expert. They want to be an expert, myself included, or they think they're an expert and they try one thing in their creative field and it doesn't work out how they intended and they give up because you're starting out with the wrong uh starting out with the, the the entirely wrong direction or the entirely wrong end goal in mind or this the entirely wrong idea of like you're already an expert uh, judging by this definition i just created unless you have conducted many experiments and uh, gained many experiences, there's no way that you can be an expert right out of the gate at almost anything because becoming an expert takes many experiments, many experiences to get to that level of uh, having been in the past participle of ex expert, uh, having gained all these experiences from the experiments. And I think that I notice a lot of people in the past and people who have I've been in contact with in terms of the arts and writing, music, those type of things, I've known a lot of people that have given up on those type of dreams and those type of ideas. And I think a big part of it is because they expected greatness from very few outings of trying to do things, which is why I've, I've really gained I think a lot of knowledge having shifted my focus to feeling like I was a perfectionist, feeling like I was an expert, because I think those two things are highly related and, and, and kind of looking at my creative process, my creative life as more of just one big experiment, much like this podcast, see how it all comes back together. So I think if you're always looking at your life and the things that you're doing as an experiment, you can never really have a negative connotation about them because everything is just some trial and error. You're just trying something new. If you're always trying to go for gold or you're always trying to, you know, make something perfect or be, or act like you're an expert level at something when you're a novice, when you're a beginner, that's going to set you up for failure. That's going to set you up for giving up on your dreams. That's going to set you up for making one album. Nobody likes it. Nobody likes me. I'm fucking done with this, right? That's I, I feel like you see even just random people on the internet make a thing, make a CD, CD, make a, uh, you know, release something on Spotify. They make a hundred copies and make a thousand copies of this vinyl. I actually knew a band that did that and it was, it was really sad, you know, a band that has no fans printing a 10 inch record, having a release show. It's their first show. What do you think is going to happen? Like, I don't think they sold a single copy. Nobody had heard about their band. You know, maybe that was their experiment. I guess if you have the money to conduct expensive experiments like that and the storage facility to store 
boxes and boxes of records, then, then go for it. But uh, that's not the kind of experiments I want to conduct, nor do I condone to anybody listening to this. So, which leads into the next part, because of the people that put out this 10-inch record and this release show, uh, they were pretty pretentious. And I think that's, uh, this is also why pretentious people are so goddamn annoying, because they act like they're experts at things when what experiences do they actually have? What experiments have they conducted in private or in public to make them have this sort of expertise at what they're doing? And there's another one, expertise, at what they're doing, right? I don't know. Over time, you start to see people's, through people's bullshit. You know, I think when I was younger, I didn't have, it's very easy to put on airs. It's very easy to to be attracted to people who are posers, you know, people who promise things or have a certain attitude and that is attractive. And maybe you're magnetically attracted to those people because they seem to have the knowledge or they seem to be an expert. But once you pull the sheet back, it's very clear that uh, this person is not an expert and, you know, you've been falsely uh, led by a con man or something. I don't know. You know, so I just think pretentious people... I don't think anybody who is a true expert at anything would be pretentious about it because I think on the path to becoming an expert, to me, there seems to be a certain level of humility that follows that path and follows that type of discovery and, and becoming the expert, right? So, yeah. Anyway, that's a little side note on the pretensions, pretensions of pretentious people. So to reiterate, in order to be an expert, you have to experiment, gain experiences, and rinse and repeat. I would always be cautious about naming yourself any kind of expert. I don't think it's truly possible for anyone to know everything about everything. And this goes back to Shoshin, right? I, m I mentioned this a lot, uh, the Zen, I think it's a Buddhism philosophy of beginner's mind, you know? In the beginner's mind, there are many possibilities in the experts or in the and yeah, and the experts, there are a few. So even if you do reach some sort of expert status, I feel that it's always important to approach that status with humility and also with a beginner's mind. Because perfect example with the channel, like I'm by no means an expert at four track recording. I think I know a lot about it, but I've learned so much from the community of four trackers and people, you know, recording pop music on their four track, people recording noise music on their four track, a, a whole segment of four tracking that I've never personally delved into. There's a whole culture of people making noise music and making soundscapes. And that's a big part of cassette culture that I don't know anything about, nor do I pretend to know anything about. So I guess there's always a way to learn if you, if you keep yourself open-minded. Uh, there's constantly things that, and tips and techniques that people tell me and, and that I'm learning. And that's the beauty of sharing your secrets and also putting yourself out into the world, right? So when you experiment, let's define the terms really quickly. Experiment uh, in our own ways here. So an experiment is a situation in which you try something to test a hypothesis or an outcome, which leads to experience a gain, tangible, or spiritual reward, knowledge, memory from having tried to do something. Uh, and then expert from those experiments and experiences is what you become from having tried many things and gained a considerable amount of tangible or spiritual rewards, knowledge, memories. 
or someone who has tried so many things that they become proficient in a given area. Those are kind of my own definitions of it based on this whole podcast and uh, I wrote this out. And a quick thing about those terms is if, so if you're not an expert and you want to be, you need to accumulate more experiences. In order to accumulate more experiences, you need to conduct more experiments. You see how that works? If you want to be an expert, you need to accumulate more experiences. And in order to accumulate more experiences, you need to conduct more experiments. So if something doesn't work out and you're approaching it in this experimental fashion, are you experimental? Are you truly experimental? Everything is a is a learning process. There's always a there's always a chance to learn something new. And I think as a human, the pursuit of knowledge and the pursuit of bettering yourself and perhaps those around you through learning is, I think, one of the best and best goals that you can you can have as a person. You know, the pursuit of knowledge and the pursuit of understanding the world around you and and what thing makes things tick. I think is. I don't know. For me, it's it's one of my life's values. It's an important value to me. So I made a little uh, chart. I'm going to hold it up. I'll explain it to the podcast, but if you're listening to it, you can always check out the uh, the video probably about 15 minutes in. I don't even know if you can see it. It's not uh, It's not focusing properly. There we go. Okay, so it's an upside-down triangle. So at, the, so at the top, maybe the top three quarters is experiments. And then the next part of the triangle, uh, it's kind of a pyramid, pyramid scheme. Uh, the next part of the, the triangle, probably the last, maybe third, except for the top, is experiences. And then at the very tippy top, you have expert. And that's in any given field, I suppose. Anything you're trying to be an expert in, uh, I don't know. I, I mean... I guess I'm not always sure if, after thinking about this, if expert is the ultimate goal, right? I don't feel that after doing this podcast for 38 episodes, by any means, I'm an expert at podcasting. There's obviously places I pause. There's there's certain terms of phrase I use. There's things I say when I'm thinking. But I've gotten a lot better. You know, I've gotten a lot better at speaking. I've gotten a lot better at improvising. This part of the podcast is improvised. There's nothing else that I have written. And, you know, I've gotten good at making these on the fly, at doing them whenever, and, you know, sticking to a script and, and going off script and sometimes never having a script. So, like I said, I, I don't know if my ultimate goal was to be an expert in this. I always approached it as an experimental phase of the things I was doing and also as a second outlet for the channel and the things I'm doing creatively. And like I said, I always wanted to start one, thought it'd be fun, so I started one. But just just looking at my time, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. I've been reading that productivity book that I mentioned, I think, a few episodes ago. And I've just been examining the things I'm doing and, and you know, kind of looking at the status, the analytics. And the thing that's, that's tricky is because I really do enjoy doing the podcast. But I think in terms of my goals right now and the amount of time that I have, it makes more sense... One thing I wrote down from this book, I wrote recently, it's all, it's right here, perfect. It was meant to be. Productivity isn't about doing more things. It's about doing the right things. And I really like that idea. 
about productivity because pr- some people seem to think being productive is doing more things, but perhaps it's it's really just doing the right things. And I think right now the the doing the podcast is one of the things that I may have started in and also continue to do because I feel like I'm being productive by doing it. And I have been learning so many things and I've been able to speak. I would never be able to speak. I always say that. I never used to be able to talk like this. And I've gained so much experience from doing this. And I don't feel like I've hit a ceiling at all, but just given the, given the goals of what I'm trying to do with my channel and with myself in terms of getting my music out there, um, you know, these are all things I wrote down in terms of how I want to be more productive and why becoming more productive is important to me. Uh, creativity, independence, uh, building my work for myself, uh, creating something awesome, learning, developing skills, teaching skills, helping others, giving others confidence in what they're doing creatively. Those are all things that are important to me. And I think the podcast succeeds on that level. But at the same time with the channel and and what I'm doing there, I, I don't know if it's, I get a lot of great feedback from people about the podcast, but there seems to be my time could be better spent if those are my goals. While the, this helps with those goals, there seems to be other things I could do. And I need to discover some of those things too. And also I want to work on the book that's going to call together all this stuff from the podcast, which is also an interesting element of this. Because if I had never done the podcast, I would have never had the idea for the book, like I mentioned earlier. And then perhaps if I kept going with the podcast, I'd have even more to talk about in the book. So, and if I had never done the podcast, I would have never had the fodder or the content for the book. So there's a strange, it's almost like the the time travel element of Terminator uh, in that John Connor, in order to be born, needs to send back somebody from the future who is his father to protect his mother, and then they create John Connor. So, I don't know. That seemed to make sense as I was thinking about it, but I think it does make sense. Not that I'm sending anything back from the future. (laughs) Maybe it doesn't make sense. Anyway, it seems to make sense to me. If I had never done the podcast, I would never have written potentially written a book that's going to that be coming out so I, in order to have written the book I, I would have had to have shown up for 38 weeks or 15 weeks whatever part of it's going to become the book but it's kind of like a chicken before the egg right in a weird way doing the podcast has pretty much written a book i'm not really sure maybe it makes sense i hope it makes sense to you anyway I hope that in the future, if you're listening to this, if you come across this, it'll be, like I said, it'll be very interesting to look back on this and see what actually happened after this. You know, did I, is this just a weird stopgap? And next year I started the podcast again. Do I have a book that's written based on this? Did I not ever write the book? What's going on with the channel? It's an interesting time capsule, if nothing else. And I'm really glad that these ideas that I've been working on for the past few weeks and all the people that I interviewed for the podcast and the, the, the early episodes with Jay were fun too. Everything's been one, one big experiment, one big evolution. 
And from those experiments, I've gained a lot of experiences. By no means an expert in any of those type of fields of solo podcasting or interviews, but I've gained a lot of knowledge and gained a lot of confidence. And those are things I would never um, trade my time for. Well, wait, I would never not trade my time for. <laughs> I think those are all very worthy, worthwhile things. So, And I love doing the podcasts, you know, but, you know, season two. Maybe there'll be a season two. Who knows? So I don't want to end on a cliffhanger, though. So thanks again for everybody who's been listening. I hope you don't miss the podcast too much. If you do, if you feel like you will, let me know. <laughs> and I will take that into consideration. But, uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun. One quick thing, too, if you're a musician, um, I've I got to talk to my buddy Freddie Weber, Freddie Weber about this because he had a podcast. I don't know if he's still doing his. I don't know if podcasts are the best for musicians. Um, it's, there's not really a big scene for that on podcasting platforms. So if you're, if you're considering starting a podcast for your own personal music, I don't know if, if that's the best platform for it. So I'll leave it at that. Maybe I'll, I'll do a video on that and definitely check out podcast episode 37. It's kind of the thoughts on this whole project and what I've done here. And hopefully that'll give you some more insight into what I learned. And with that, Godspeed, my friends. Don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, you nerd. And uh, yeah, as always, make sure you do something you want to do today, okay? <laughs>